Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. First, though, a look at the papers on the markets with Aidan Donnelly from Davy. Morning, Aidan. Morning, Gavin. How are you? And good, thanks. We're starting with the Financial Times, which reports on UK consumer confidence. And to use one of my favourite ungrammatical phrases, it's very not good. Most definitely very not good, yeah. So the consumer confidence number came out yesterday and it's hit its lowest levels for nearly 50 years. Uh, obviously, the cost of living is a, is a big impact and the cost of living crisis that is in there and it's also fueling concerns about the economy and will it slide into recession this year. And I think when you read down through it, you know, it, it, the, the report says consumer confidence is now weaker than in the darkest days of the global banking crisis, the impact on Brexit and the economy or on the COVID shutdown. And I actually think it's ultimately missing the point here that, that really this is the, the culmination of, of, of certainly the latter two in terms of Brexit and, and COVID. Yeah. And, and I, I just don't think we've actually seen the worst of the impacts of Brexit coming through. And I think the problem for the government in the UK is that you have they've spent so much money fighting off COVID that there's not an awful lot left in the coffers to be able to to uh, handle Brexit. And, and ultimately, this is what we're seeing. Um, so there is a big risk, I think, that that, that the UK economy goes into a, a recession um, and obviously not being helped, uh, certainly not being helped by, you know, if they were to make unilateral decisions on, on, on the northern protocol and, and, that, and that ended up in a trade war. So the, the, there's a lot to play here. Yeah, and this is the first time, kind of, I agree with you reading it, it, it does seem like a recession is a major, major risk. I, I'm not sure I thought that until I read this. Obviously, we know things are a little bit better here, but um, obviously a very important trading partner for us. So if the British economy gets into trouble, that will have spillover effects here. Moving on then to the Irish Times, it has the latest on Twitter and Elon Musk. Twitter, Aidan, is saying it won't renegotiate the price that Musk has agreed to pay. Yeah, and, and probably if you think about this, neither should they. Uh, he came out, he made the bid, and now he's trying to walk away. And like everybody's saying, this is down to, oh, you know, he, he wants to make sure that he's, uh, the, the, all the accounts are uh, there aren't bots on the account and that they're all legitimate accounts. And so this is, I'm afraid, just, um, this is what happens when you, you um, conduct investment banking business on twi- on, in, in the public domain of Twitter. I think he's beginning to learn his lesson now. He got away with it a couple of years ago when he, he tried to do something similar with it, with with Tesla and taking it private. Now he's suddenly got himself in a bit of a pickle here. And I think it really isn't anything to do with the um with the, the you know the amount of bots and all that type of stuff. It's actually to do more, I think, with the stock price in, in, in yeah. Tesla and he's obviously seen That's what I that's what say, is that what you mean when you say he's got himself in a pickle that uh, people kind of say this guy is spreading himself too thinly and and it might spill over to Tesla. Well, I think, you know, in order to raise the debt to buy out Twitter, he's going to have to put an awful lot of his own stock, I would say, up uh, as collateral. And obviously, the share price in Tesla has been very, very weak. So, you know, given given that he, uh, the share price going down means he has to put up more and more of his own stock in order to, to operate as, as collateral. So he's suddenly seen his share price go from probably about well over a thousand down to, to, to uh, you know, seven, a little over 700. So, you know, that's, that's, Thirty percent more stock of his own stock that he needs to put up uh, to 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 meet them any margin that that might be required on on Twitter. So, I think you know if you're sitting in 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 Twitter management or Twitter executive's position, you're you're forcing this, and you know you've said you're you're playing with the big boys now, and 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 this is ultimately what happens. This last story is very interesting. The headline in the Daily Telegraph reads: 
Tesco bans buy one get one free offers on junk food. Yeah, I, I, and look, I, it, it, it was, it's not really a surprise that Tesco were the, the, the first to move. And there's obviously earlier in the week when, when the government uh, pushed this uh, legislation out for another year, there's been an awful lot of, of press. This is uh, the British government. On it. Yeah, the British government have, have done this. Um, led, uh, obviously, a lot of the, the criticism has come from the likes of Jamie Oliver. Uh, and what Tesco have done now is they've said, well, listen, you know, we're going to bring it in. Um, and look, it's not the first time that they, they have moved to be the first of the major retailers to, to do something. They obviously handed back a lot of the the uh, pandemic payments. They were the first one to hand back the, the rates relief in, in the UK because they were allowed. They said, listen, we were allowed to operate through uh, the pandemic, so we shouldn't really be taking this type of relief. So, it, you know, they've, they've moved now. They're going to do this from later this year. Um, and and I, I think that it'll just get a groundswell and whether the government won't put the, the legislation in place or not. The market yeah. is ultimately going to take the, 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 the reins here and just, you know, have it for all intents and purposes in place, ir- irrespective of, of what the government decide to do. Yeah, as we mentioned, it is a, it's kind of the context of this is the, what the British government is doing. It's not clear whether this is Britain only or whether it might apply in Ireland as well. It certainly doesn't say it won't apply in Ireland, uh, but I suppose we just have to wait and see. Uh, will we get clarification on that? Uh, Tesco incidentally saying, you don't need to go elsewhere to hunt for buy one, get one freeze. Our prices are already reliable and low. Uh, so uh, they, they obviously don't want to hurt themselves either in business terms. OK, I've been off for the last few weeks, Aidan, and I see the markets have gone to pot. <laughs> well, the markets have gone to pot. Uh, yesterday doesn't seem to have been too bad, though. No, it was a much more stabilisation yesterday, and I think. Look, ultimately, we've seen this week alone. We've we, we've seen some news out of the the sell off on on Wednesday was really triggered by, I suppose, the, the the poor news out of a couple of the big retailers in the US, the likes of Walmart on Tuesday, Target on Wednesday, and we've seen a few others uh, come through, and. What I would tell you is volumes, trading volumes still remain very, very low. So that there's there's a very, very um, uh, what's called a short position uh, um, in in markets right now. People are, have been nervous about it. A lot of the hedge funds are short the market. The one thing I suppose that's interesting from my perspective is we're we're coming into the end of May now, and then we go into the summertime when things get very, very quiet. And it will be interesting to see if. The uh, all of these hedge funds want to stay very short of a market just in case anything happens over a time when it's very, very difficult to trade. So, yeah, you know, there's, there's an old adage of sell in May and go away. Well, maybe by <laughs> the end of this May, it might be buying May and go away. We, we just have to wait and see. So how does that tie into my next question, which is, do you think we're near the bottom or, or is there a bit further to go? Who knows? To be honest with you, we, you know we've seen a big correction in the price. The, the the big question for people now is going to be, you know, on on the earning side, and you know the economy remains reasonably good. Uh, corporates are in a very very good position. They've they've a lot of cash on their balance sheet. They're in in good stead. We've seen the first quarter earnings season coming to an end, almost come to an end now, and for the most part, it's been better than an, an anticipated. Yes, we've seen a little bit of conservatism in the back half of the year, but it's still looking for. For, for growth in, in uh, profits this year. So I, th- I think that's going to be the key as people get more and more comfortable with the idea that actually profits can continue to grow. The consumer in the US is in a very, very good shape. Their, their savings are very high. Uh, they've all got jobs and well and, and better paid jobs than normal. Uh, so all of that feeds into a, 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 you know, a positive fundamentals. But right now the market just isn't interested in looking at those fundamentals. It's it, it just kind of running scared. 
We'll leave it there, Aidan. Thanks very much for joining us this morning. That's Aidan Donnelly there from Davy. We'll be back in just a moment. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.